You take your law and order in this town seriously? Are you kidding? There's going to be a red Ferrari come flying through here in a few seconds, and the two men driving are responsible for the victim lying back here in this ambulance. Victim? A flasher victim. You want to know the worst part? What's that? They're dressed as priests. Go on. Well, I guess they think it's a little kinkier, you know, dressed as priests. God damn, that's sick. I'll handle this. Oh, one more thing. I think they're armed. Damn, I hope so. It'll give me an excuse. Out of the car, both of you. Now. All right, hit it. Hit it? Hit it? Freeze, or name your beneficiary. Beneficiary? Officer, I sincerely hope hey, you're no not a to him. He's been locked up for six years in that monastery, and he don't know what he's doing. I don't think both of his paddles are in the water. Six years is going to seem like a summer vacation when the state of Missouri gets through with you. And you, Shorty, where'd you get all that jewelry? Why do you call me Shorty? Because you're small. Small. SMO. Welcome to another episode of Assume the Juxtaposition, the podcast where you're the host and I'm the guest. Tonight, we have actually two hosts and no guest. So Lyle Jones and Gary Grant are going to give you a very special episode. Guys, tell us about what we're going to be talking about tonight on Cannonball Run. How would we remake it in yeah. using today's actors and, you know, changing it up a little bit? We had the discussion of who would we put in there for characters of the show using today's actors to replace Burt Reynolds, Dom DeLuise, Farrah Fawcett, uh, Jamie Farr, you know, the rest of the cast. So Gary had the broad idea to turn it into a podcast. Yeah. So what I did was uh, I took what I thought was kind of the, uh, the primary characters, which I've got uh, 15 uh, characters that I have recast uh, with today's actors. And then I have a, uh, a special cameo that I thought was worthy uh, of, of uh, using a named actor for. So um, I've actually got 16 that I would do. Um, I, I had 14 and then on one or two of them, I kind of use the Cannonball Run 2 character because one of the Adrian Barbo, her character was played by, I believe, Catherine Bach in the second one. Had the same name, Marcy. So The first one's J.J. McClure, played by Burt Reynolds in the original. I actually cast that this time as Chris Pratt. Not bad. That's a pretty good one. I went with Zac Efron. Oh, wow. Okay, so we did go very different. I would Very different on that one, yeah. I recently watched... Was a bad grandpa with uh, yes. Robert De Niro, and he just cracked me up that entire movie. His, you know, his range of character went from the little goody two shoes guy to you know the little party animal when he got a little liquor and drugs in him at the end. So sure. I don't know. It just it stood out to me, and I kind of used my wife as you know, what do you think about this? And she was like, oh yeah, that would be great. So no, that's funny. That's a good one. I, I honestly I didn't even think about Efron. So I think that would be good. Now I see I went with Chris Pratt. And I had it down to uh, Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds. And the reason that I was thinking about those two characters or those two actors in particular is characters I've seen them play. And, and I hate to typecast somebody, but they both have played characters that have a real smart ass take mm-hmm. on things. And I, and I see sort of that's that's how J.J. McClure was through, you know, the Burt Reynolds character uh, in Cannonball Run was nothing's real serious. Even when things are serious, they're not serious. Uh, he's always joking around, digging at somebody. And that was Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yeah. Uh, the, and he's uh, Ryan Reynolds in nearly everything he does. Yeah. Um, certainly is Deadpool. So uh, that, that was the reason why I ended up going with Chris Pratt. I honestly, I thought you might go with Ryan Reynolds, which is the reason why I went Chris Pratt. No, my backup was, uh, and I'm drawing a blank here now. I'll think of it here in just a second. Um, stars born actor. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bradley um, Cooper. That was my backup, but he may pop up in another episode. So gotcha. Okay. So, uh, next up we have, I had, um, I'm doing this basically just off of the IMDB. So right. it may be a little bit odd order, but, uh, next up in the IMDB was Seymour played by Roger Moore. And I went with the really obvious Daniel Craig. I, I had him, um, up until about three minutes ago. <laughs> and the reason I changed mine, it was a, a video you posted on Twitter, um, I believe last night. I went with Ricky Gervais. Oh man. <laughs> and I, you know, I could, I could have just gone with the, and I had, you know, Daniel Craig as the obvious, but I just thought it needed a little comical side to it. And Roger Moore did have that. But I think Ricky Gervais could have just now. Gone I'll a say this: little this, higher. this is one of those places where, um, as we're recasting this, you may uh, think about some differences you might make within the movie itself. If you get Ricky Gervais to play that character, that's a bigger role. I'm, he's yeah. going to be in the movie so much because that guy's brilliant. So yes. And, yeah. and now after watching that video you posted earlier today, I was like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't have to be, you know, a Bond character. You know, let's change it up a little bit. Yeah. So, oh, no, that's genius. I would definitely I would definitely take over him over Daniel Craig. Right. Um, my backup there was Harry Potter. I actually uh, thought that might be <laughs> kind of funny because he's so tiny. I thought it would be <clears> funny <throat> with him, uh, with all the big actors around him. Uh, the next up in the list was uh, Pamela, played by Farrah Fawcett. And um, this one was one that I toured around with a lot of different characters. And same here. I kept coming back to the same one. And I actually I had a little list of characters in my Excel spreadsheet, and I would just battle them in my mind and then delete one and move on. And I ended up with Scarlett Johansson and it took me a couple of tries to, to nail it down where I was comfortable and decided to go ahead with it. Um, but I think she's obviously she's got the, the Farrah looks so she can pull that part of it off. Um, but I, she's got, she's got a good uh, comedic sense as well. A lot of things that I've seen her in, um, you know, she's, there's not a, there's not a lot of the actresses that even try to do that. They're either the sultry uh, hot actress or they're funny. Um, and, and I think she's pretty comfortable with both. So I, I went with Scarlett. That's, that's pretty good one. I like that one. Um, I, I too, I had trouble with this one. I said and thought about it all week and it wasn't until about Friday or Saturday. I came up with, I was watching access Hollywood insider. What are those, you know, shows that come on? Um, and I went with Annalyn McCord. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Oh, yeah. But yeah. she's been in the news lately. Um, and I just started looking at her and I was like, that's my fair faucet right there. And I asked my wife, I said, what what is she in? And she had to go back to some 90210 reboot that I never watched. But she showed me some clips and I said, do you think that would be a good Farrah Fawcett. She said, absolutely. She's got the hair, you know, the body, she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. You know? Yeah. I think that's your, that's your choice there. And, uh, you know, I could have gone with any of the supermodel nowadays, but they, to me, they were all too fake, you know, 
up top down and uh Anna Lynn just i don't know she looks all natural and just beautiful yeah no that's a good one i, I you're so you're digging deep on me yours are actually a lot more a lot more thought going into yours i like some of your casting so far so thank you all right Next up, uh, Victor Prinzum uh, or Captain Chaos. Don, uh, Don, Don so um, I went, I actually had a couple of different actors in this one. And I, I hold on this, before you say them, Gary. I think I'm, I think you and I are going to be on the same page here. I just have this feeling, but let's, really? let's see. Yeah, I, I think don't so. Know, man. We'll see. I'll say this there aren't as many fat actors as there used to be. And, <laughs> and, and it's tough, you know, because Captain Chaos can't be some like slick um sort of under the radar actual action hero looking guy he kind of needs to be sort of a chubby dude and everything and there's only a couple of those to pick from and um so with this one i actually went with um zach galifianakis ding 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 it is yep that's who i had uh my backup on that one was seth rogan uh Uh, but zach was out was my number one yes well I couldn't use Seth Rogen because he can't play multiple characters. Huh? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Would, would you guys think Danny McBride could pull that off? I, You know what? I considered McBride. Yeah, definitely. He was one of the ones that That's I a had good one. there. Um, I, and he probably could. I'm not going to say that he can't pull this off. Um, I sort of, that character to me had to be... Um, wheels off in a way that I haven't that McBride's not really yeah. wheels off. It's a different kind of thing. Like McBride, you always get the feeling that that he's kind of he kind of has it together. He just sees things differently than you. Yeah. And Galifianakis is like uh you know the the we're the pack of coyotes or the 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 pack of wolves wolf pack but he's the lone wolf like it just doesn't you know the things that he said just straight up don't make sense and that's kind of what that doctor uh the, the uh uh dom de Luis character was like is a little more zany a little wackier yeah it's so, right in his wheelhouse yeah. yeah i think he'd be pretty comfortable with that although we might have to pack a few pounds back on him um you can't it's, it's hard to say who, who who's today's dom de Luis. it's like yeah there no, is no dom de Luis, but no yeah. there's not if he had if he had stayed fat uh the dude from super bad i'm drawing a blank on his name now um jonah, jonah hill, uh, jonah jonah hill. hill. yeah i i, I thought about jonah i hill. thought about him too but like you said you know he's up he's down he's up yeah he's down. you never know where his weight is all right now the next one was difficult because i really really wanted to find somebody that i had seen play a drunk funny and so uh the next character is jamie blake played by dean martin and uh this one was probably one of the tougher ones for me to cast i probably changed it three or four times uh and what i ended up with is uh vince vaughn i thought vince vaughn would play a really good that is a very that's a very good one Wow. Yeah. I kind of wish I could change it now, but um, I went with Ashton Kutcher. Uh, yeah. yeah. He kind of had that, you know, goofy, almost like he's drunk, but he's not, you know, character to him. And now, let me ask a question because based on the next one, we're going to do is Fender Bomb, which is Sammy Davis Jr. And obviously in the movie and Cannonball Run, those two are a duo. And yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, two that I didn't pick, but that I toyed with um, was The Rock and Kevin Hart because they have that. They've been making movies together. Together, yeah. They're a good duo. And I thought that would have been kind of funny, but I kept having I was having a hard time picturing The Rock as the sort of bumbling drunk. 
I did the same thing. I could not find a character in the. I wanted to put the Rock in there, but I just I was looking through. I I couldn't find anywhere where he fit. Gary, when you think of those two together, the only two I think of that come to mind is Don Cheadle in the Sammy Davis Jr. role and Ben Affleck as the drunk, but it might be a little too close to home for Affleck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Affleck might not want to do that again. He did it. He'd already did it once. I don't know, if, but if, I don't know. I, I thought about Don Cheadle was one of the guys that I had considered for that other role. But again, I thought that, and we'll get into uh, my actual choice uh, for Fender Bomb in just a moment, but I thought that it was a little bit of a stretch for him. And so, um, well, just to step Kevin on Hart down is then, perfect. Kevin Hart is I, like, see, I thought yeah. so too, but I couldn't make it make sense. I didn't pick Kevin Hart. I, I wanted it to be the rock and Kevin Hart. Cause they're like, just like Sammy and Dean were already a duo that did other things prior to this. Um, so there's a chemistry there. Um, and I wanted that. So I tried to do it with, you know, some, some duos that we know today. And one of them was, you know, obviously being the rock and Kevin Hart. And I couldn't make that work. So I ended up having to just go with two separate castings and then hoping that the, um, that the chemistry works. I, I kind of think that it would, because I like both of these guys quite a bit. So obviously the Dean Martin thing, I went with Vince Vaughn, uh, the Sammy Davis jr. Role. I went with John David Washington. Oh, Denzel's so, kid. Denzel's kid. Denzel's, you know, that's, a, that, yeah, that's pretty good. The obvious I went with Kevin Hart. Um, I had Hart there. I did. Even after I took the rock out, I had him there. Hey, if anybody can do Sammy Davis, it would be Kevin Hart. I mean, you can't outside the box Sammy on Davis, the Dean so. Martin character. What about Owen Wilson in that role? You know what? That would be him and yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't thought about them as a pairing. Um, I toyed around with Owen Wilson in a couple of different roles. Um, and the just other guy get... who's done stuff with Kevin Hart before is Charlie Day. Yeah, Charlie Day may show up somewhere but else. He would probably already. be more of a Captain Chaos than a. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can only play one role. So sometimes you have to <laughs> take them out of one spot to put them somewhere else. Um, we'll see if that happens. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that was mine was John David Washington. Um, I, I really like him as an actor and he, and I've seen him do a lot of different things. So quite a bit of range for him. Um, this would be a little bit something different, but I think you'd have fun with it. And if it's anything like his old man, uh, it would not be a challenge. Yeah. So, all right. Now, this next one, when I very first started casting Dr. Nicholas Van Helsing, Jack Elam's character, I thought I am I'm going to have the hardest time finding the right guy for this. And honestly, I think once once I actually was thinking about it, it took me about 10 seconds to come up with John C. Riley. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is really good. I went with John Goodman. Oh, yeah. Goodman can definitely pull that off as well. I think I could see him kind of, you know, pulling the old like Dan Connor, you know, honestly, character I think out. I may like that better. Yeah, you may have that better. Because the <laughs> one thing about John C. Riley that I wasn't crazy about was I didn't think he was old enough. Yeah. But, yeah, you may have that one. I, I think I like your casting better on that. Goodman can do any kind of character. Serious. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's greatness. Absolutely <laughs> greatness. All right. That's a good one on that. All right. So next up. Uh, we have uh, Marcy and Jill played by Adrian Barbo and Tara Buck. And um, I gave this one quite a bit of thought. I changed around the characters quite a few times. And I decided one of the things that I wanted to do was um, movies made in 1980 might have been a little bit whitewashed. Uh, so had to add a little bit of flavor here. So Marcy, Adrian Barbeau, will be played by Sofia Vergara. And Jill, Tara Buckman, will be played by Rosario Dawson. Ooh. That's not bad at all. I like 
Marcy, I'll, I'll tell you right now, Jill, I cannot come up with. Um, I had thought about it, thought about it, and then I was going to run. Well, I think uh, Catherine Bach replaced her in the second one. But I still couldn't come up with anything. But for my Marcy, I did the Kaylee Kukow or whatever, oh, however you pronounce it, from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, Kaylee yeah. Kukow. Um, I wanted to go, you know, I was trying to think of some actresses that, you know, could fit that role. But the only the only one I thought of, but I didn't put it down, was Holly Sanders. Um, I'm not sure if you know her, but I suggest you uh, look her up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, looks, but no talk, really. So I, Honestly, I'll tell you the truth that um, I couldn't even remember that character. And then when I saw her, because I had to go back and look it up, Tara Buckman, um, I think you could get away with casting just about you know anybody, you any were, of the females yeah. that were cute in that role, because that role is just sort of a silent sidekick to the Adrian Barbeau character. She doesn't right. say a whole lot. Um, and, and I don't know, I personally, I don't know anything else Tara Buckman's been in. I'm sure yeah. she was in other stuff, but she certainly wasn't, you know, in this cast of characters, even in the original, she wasn't a, a big name. Right. So you could probably get away with that. Now this one, I had a lot of fun with, although I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's really obvious. So for the Terry Bradshaw character, Terry, um, I went with Peyton Manning. I think he's really funny. He's, yeah. I mean, they're both former quarterbacks, obviously. Um, but And so I, just keeping it in that same vein, having seen now Peyton Manning do a lot of stuff with SNL and funny commercials and things right. like that, he's very funny. So I, I thought uh, I'd have a lot of fun with that. And just to pair them up again, because they're paired up in the movie, my Mel Tillis character, Mel, would be played by Charlie Day. So I got Peyton Manning and Charlie okay. Day. I flip-flopped on the Terry Bradshaw. I had Gronkowski. Oh. Um, but then I can't remember who exactly won. I think who replaced Bradshaw in the second episode? Wasn't it uh, Tony Danza or somebody like that? And they ended up winning. Yeah, that's that monkey. Right. Yeah. So uh, I thought about throwing Tom Brady in there since Brady wins. Yeah. So Yeah, there's there's that. Um, but yeah, so I, I stuck with Gronkowski and my Mel Tillis, I went with Blake Shelton. I think uh Oh wow. I I don't really <laughs> like you know country music nowadays, but I could listen to a little bit of Blake Shelton. Can I so. suggest to you that you're gonna need a rather large vehicle? That's that's two big human beings. Yeah. <laughs> they, they may yeah. they may need a they may need a large pickup or or something. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a lot of person you've got there. Yeah, that would yep. be a lot of fun. Um all right, so I'll confess Subaru driver number one, Jackie Chan, was not an easy cast for me, um, but I went with a guy that um, I personally like quite a bit because I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and I went with Stephen Ewan, so Walking Dead guy. I, I too, struggled with this one, and I just kept it as Jackie Chan. I say let him let him let him let him come back you know and maybe have a kid or a grandson or something as his second driver yeah um, what about uh jin, jin yang uh, jin yang could have been funny yeah yeah that that would have been all right i just i like steven you and uh and i was that, trying to wedge him in somewhere and that was a kind of one of the ones that i took from cannonball run too you know richard keel who played jaws and uh yeah and it, he was in happy gilmore 
you know, I, I thought about, you know, having Jackie Chan and replacing Richard Kill with Boban from the Mavericks. Oh. <laughs> I just thought, you know, that, that that would be, you know, big guy, kind of intimidating. So that He's actually kind would of be like pretty good. Now. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I tell you, it's funny that you kept Jackie Chan. Um, I initially had kept Terry Bradshaw. I just thought, yeah, yeah. I thought about just bring him there. right back because he's so he's so funny. Yeah, uh, I just went with the new version of him, the Pey- Peyton Manning. Uh, okay, um, did you did you cast Burt Convy? Because I did. Uh, no. Okay. Well, my my Burt Convy, we can just kind of brush past this one, but this is where I used Seth Rogen. I, I thought uh, him as sort of the the MC or whatever you want to call him, uh, Brad uh, Burt Convy's character in in the in the original. Um, I went with Seth Rogen there. I'm trying to remember which one he was in the first. One. Uh, was he the had shaky? They were on the motorcycle, or he he was the he was may he, have the, been the, he may have been the motorcycle guy. Was yeah, he, I think he the was. wheelie. He said yeah. they set a record for riding the longest wheelie. They jumped out of the airplane on the yeah. Now here's a here's a fun filled fact for you. In that airplane scene, when he's jumping out the window, there's a character taking notes when they open up the door. That character was none other than Dill from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. So insert, hey, Dill here. Wow. <laughs> hey, Dill. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Nice. Hey, so for the motorcycle guy, what about Johnny Knoxville? That'd be yeah. a good one. I like yeah. Knoxville. Knoxville, look, you probably, we probably could have recast half this movie with jackass characters that are still <laughs> Yeah, Steve O got to fit in somewhere. Yeah, he could have, he could have been in there. Maybe, maybe the Jamie Farr character is the Sheik. <laughs> Um, speaking of Jamie Farr as the Sheik, uh, I, Bob, I think you'll like this casting quite a bit. I went with Aziz Ansari on this one. Oh, yes. Perfect. I went with Steve Carell on this one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He could yeah. pull that off for sure. I think just the, yeah, I think his uh, fake Middle Eastern accent would be great for that. Yes, I, I'd almost want to see him playing that as Michael Scott pretending to be a Sheik. <laughs> um, next up. Uh, my last character casting other than my cameo uh, was Peter Fonda as the biker. And this is where I had Will Ferrell coming in. Ah, that's yeah, that's pretty good. I, I didn't, I didn't cast that one in right off the top of my head. Nothing comes to mind. Okay. So the, the last one I had was uh, Jimmy the Greek. Um, oh, okay. And I just, I, I went with cousin Sal. Oh, okay. Well, Jimmy the Greek, I'd go, Jimmy. With, uh, I'd have to go with Tony Romo. <laughs> Um, okay. One option so, on that cameo, you could do somebody big like uh, Robert Downey Jr. or somebody who's kind of like a big Marvel guy or something. Have a five second, 10 second scene or something. Yeah. Well, kind of like, I, was it Frank Sinatra in the second one? Oh, yeah. yeah had a really small cameo my, at the end. My cameo was the, was the cop that pulls over the Lamborghini girls. And I went with Olivia Munn as the cop pulling over the Lamborghini girls. Oh, yeah. That would actually be fun though in the in the uh, in credits maybe have like like Iron Man show up and be like oh did the, did the race start already all right <laughs> see you guys in San Francisco and then take off or something I think I like the credits more than the movie when I was a young kid I cracked up every oh, time yeah. I saw those and, uh, that was such a thing back then though they didn't they it wasn't as big as like today it seems like almost every movie, especially any comedy, has the post-credit stuff. Uh, every Marvel movie and almost every comedy movie. But back then, um, didn't didn't realize that they even did that because most of the time they didn't. Uh, but then you didn't never knew if you needed to stick around for anything like that. So the first time I saw a post-credit, post-credit scene like that with the, the cut-ups, 
was absolutely better than the movie itself. It's like you were in on a joke or something. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys go see this in the movie theater way back when, or do you remember? Yeah, I did. Bob, do you want to chime in? I'm trying to remember if I saw it at the theater or on HBO. I think I probably did see it at the theater because yeah. that was the first one came out in what, like 81? Oh, 81, 81. Yeah. Was it 81? 81. And then I think 84 for the second one. Yeah, I, did. Um, I, I specifically remember going and I think it was Cannonball 2 that I saw in the theater. But I re- remember we went to Houston for Thanksgiving or Christmas, one of the two. And it was all of my cousins. We were at my grandparents' house and my uncle Fred was kind of like, Hey guys, let's go to the movie. And I had like seven or eight cousins there ranging from me being the youngest at, you know, six, seven, eight years old, however old I was. And then my oldest cousin being like 20. And I remember he piled all of us in the car and drove us to the theater and everybody fought the entire way. So he was regretting taking (laughs) all of us before we even got to the theater. And then when we got to the theater, my cousin Robert started dumping popcorn on me and everybody was just picking on each other, pulling hair. And (laughs) it was just a disaster. And I remember uncle Fred, he, when we got back to the house, he just looked at my parents and my grandparents and was like, never again. Will I do that? And he (laughs) never did. (laughs) That's funny. No, I, I did. I did go see that at the theaters I had. So when I was growing up, I had, uh, three older sisters and they were uh, four five and six years older than me. And so like in 1980, I would have been eight years old, but that makes them like 13, 14, 15 or 14, 15, 16, whatever um, teenagers. And my parents uh, would drop us off at the mall, the golden triangle mall in Denton oh, yeah. um, on a pretty regular basis on weekends, we would get just dropped off at, and, you know, spend a whole day at the mall and we'd just be running around the mall doing whatever. Um, and back then, the movie theater was actually in the parking lot behind the, the yeah, mall. Yeah, by the, wasn't there a Hastings Records right uh, next to it? Or yeah, there's a Hastings Records and a yeah. bowling alley, but way out at the edge of the parking lot. And uh, I remember I, that was like an adventure as a kid. Like, you know, we would get dropped off at the mall, but then we get to walk to the movie theater, which was probably about a, seemed like about a quarter mile away. Um, but I, we saw a lot of movies back then, early 80s. Um, anything popular like this that came out, uh, my sisters and I would would go to the mall one day and then go see that movie or something. So, right. Uh, I remember the Dom DeLuise character was the main one that made me love that movie. I loved Captain Chaos. Oh, Captain Chaos was the best. I think I was more infatuated with Farrah Fawcett, but, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and DeLuise was always the highlight of the blooper reels and the yeah. credits too. <laughs> yeah, well, that and the rosary bleeds. <laughs> um all right well that's that's it so now for the movie itself would you change anything about the movie um no. like just just remake it new cars obviously like right maybe instead of a lamborghini they're in a bugatti or something like that but yeah i think that's one of those that you don't really need to it you know it seems story like it's itself. time for a reboot because not only is there the fixation on cars with all the bajillion fast and furious movies but you've got like a oceans 11 opportunity to super cast so it seems like a no-brainer my wife and i were talking about that it's kind of funny it's like i don't think you could get that ever again though that many big names together to do one film well i mean unless you're a marvel franchise yeah (laughs) i mean you would have to pay out though like uh, they're all buddies kind of like this is the end or one of those movies where they're all friends and they just want to do it because they're buddies with each other Yeah. yeah I think if you were doing this something like that, you'd be more likely to get like the broker Franco. crew. 
well, you might get the broken lizard crew uh, doing it with, you know, and adding in four or five more people on top of the, the people that are normally in those movies and probably could pull something off, but it probably wouldn't have as many big names. It, you know, what we've done here is like a super cast. And the truth is you're probably going to get three or four of those. And then a bunch of mid tier, third, fourth tier people that you recognize, but wouldn't necessarily like, you know, Jackie Chan wasn't Jackie Chan when he made this movie, he was Subaru driver. Number one. Yeah. Like he was Jackie Chan overseas, but and I, I don't think he was even here. speaking English then. If no, not I, really. Not really. But I read. Really not in the movie. Uh, but you know, you know, Jack Elam is probably past his prime at that point. Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. were huge names, but it's it wasn't like they were cranking out big movies anymore. This was post their real career. So the I other even chance. back then these weren't weren't like it still was Burt Reynolds um and a bunch of other people. Yeah. The other chance you might have of doing a, a- buddy cast would be Sandler and Netflix to do something with this. Cause he's, he's got that crew of buddies that's in everything he does. Yeah. Well, and, and his, and, and he, um, he spider webs out pretty well too. So like every time you see him do one of those Netflix movies and then Jennifer Aniston is in one, yeah. it turns out that they've done a couple of things together. And so Drew Barrymore, yeah. yeah, that just furthers that, um, that reach into the, to the acting community of other people they could draw from to make a big ensemble cast. That's what the cannonball runs one movie that I hope they can remake before I die, because that's one of my favorite movies. Um, now, what are, what are your thoughts on remakes in general? Does that, is this only specific instances or do you like them to give it a shot? No, I, I, I'm a fan of like, you know, seeing coming to America recently. It wasn't the best, but I loved it. You know, it was just, I don't know. That's what it's uh, like for me for, for a lot of these, the remakes, they're almost never good enough. Um, but there's so much nostalgia that's built into it that it's worth it. Even if it's like you said, like coming to America, it's, it's nowhere near as good as the original. Right. Um, and even if I had never seen the original, I'd still say it was kind of funny. It wasn't bad, uh, but it wouldn't be my favorite comedy, but because it was an extension of the original and say, you get to see what they're up to 30 years later and, and all this other stuff. It's so worth it. And I'm the same way. I like when they redo stuff and you never know. Sometimes you'll get some gold. It happens, you know, true grit. When they remade true grit, one of my dad's all time favorite movies was true grit with John Wayne. And, um, and he's a big, big, big John Wayne fan. And well, he was, he's passed away now, but huge John Wayne fan. And when they made remade true grit, I thought at this, this is, you know, obviously um, quite a few uh, years after the original. And, um, you know, my dad was a lot older and I thought, I don't even know if I should tell my dad whether they did this because I don't know if it's just going to make him mad, but it had Jeff Bridges in it. And Jeff Bridges is one of my dad's other favorite actors. And so I told him and I said, you know, let's, do you want to go see it? And he said, yeah, I, I love Jeff Bridges. I love that movie. Let's, let's go see it. So we went to the theater and saw it and I was shocked. He actually liked it better than the original. That's good. Yes. So that's, uh, that, that makes it worth it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool, you know? And so occasionally you'll get the gold, but, right. uh, but at, at, at the very least you get the nostalgia and it's, a, and it can be fun. As long as they pay homage to the original movie, like longest yard, you know, brought in Burt Reynolds for it. Right. Right. That's all I want. You know, pay some homage to the guys that made these characters. You know. Yep. I agree. Bob. Yeah. I would love to see it. This, this is definitely one that would be right for a remake. And in general, it's fun when they do them, but 
the ones that are most annoying are the ones that they redo just a few years after the last one, like all these different Spider-Man reboots of, you know, or um, Godzilla. There's some of them that they just redo like only a few years later, but when it's been 10, 20 years or more, yeah, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The I, the Spider-Man things, you know, you, some of that is because they're they're starting the franchise with some of this other stuff and they need this Spider-Man character and so if they're not going to cast the same guys as before, then they'll give you a Spider-Man movie or two to get him into the universe with the other characters. Yeah. Exactly. But I agree, some of them are too fast. Yeah. Well, guys, any uh any closing thoughts before we wrap up this one? No, I already fired my parting shots. <laughs> well, this was great. That was fun. I enjoyed that. It was. And I understand you guys want to do another episode here soon on Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. yeah. So that this will be a good series to follow up on. Uh, so we'll have that one out soon. Um, guys, where can folks reach you on social media? Lyle? You would have asked me that. I never remember my Twitter handle. This is Gary. Uh, I am um, at travel underscore cowboy. And Lyle, aren't you at P1 underscore Lyle or? P1 Lyle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just log into my computer. It's on there. All right. Well, great success, gentlemen. What do you say when there are no words? Feel a song that's never been heard.